वेलकम टू गेट कोच विद सुपर कोच सुभाष सीवी the founder of regal unlimited who after coaching hundreds to better lives and careers is here to help you on to our conversation with subhash get coached yourself or create a career in coaching subhash is here to tell you how arjit wears multiple hats literally yeah, and figuratively yeah he is an hr leader <laughs> He's an author. He's a published author. You should look up that book. Uh, I have that copy. It's a must read for all leaders. He's a poet. He's a visionary for sure. Uh, he's also an influencer, not just LinkedIn, even otherwise. He's also, you know, primarily why he's here, why we have invited him for this edition is that his his primary role at work is an HR leader. So uh, that leads me to the first question, Harjit. Uh, yeah, I mean, additionally, Harjit is an engineer. That's his background from IIT, MBA from Narsi Mounji, and he's also an INSEAD alum. He has worked with some big brands like Tata Motors, Nicholas Piramal, Reliance Group. Now he's working with Reliance Jio as senior vice president HR. And for me, uh, Harjit is someone who uh, epitomizes. You know the life balance of work and life uh, in a way that you know he is one of the most popular poets in the corporate world for sure. Uh, to that extent, he he is able to keep that part of him very alive. You know the the poetic part of him, and he looks at life also similarly. Yeah, more of it as we get into this conversation. As an HR leader, Harjit, uh, which is the primary focus of this series. How has been life for you at work since the you know, onset of the pandemic? So, Subhash, I thought when you were talking about me, you will say, "When I see Harjit, I see a friend. He is my classmate." So, uh, look, that is how I see you. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a honor. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, sure. And look, life has been tough for everyone. during the pandemic uh, we never experienced uh, say a home arrest or a jail kind of environment which we have all gone through sure of course uh, look anything which you see any crisis you see uh, there is a positive side to it um, so if you start looking at okay what has changed because of this pandemic in terms of business earlier we thought that business cannot be conducted in this manner now corporates are becoming more digital and business is being conducted in a digital manner when we were at work we always gripped about we are not getting enough time for, with family and what is happening and is this the life we want to lead so maybe god has listened to everyone's prayers and said okay you wanted to be at home so be at home experience that life also and that is why now people want to move to a hybrid kind of thing they don't want to go back to either that work or this world which they are living because when you are in a confined space not everyone finds that uh, liberating people find that suffocating also so um 
I would say any uh, pandemic or any crisis which comes, it comes with a with both the shades. It is your choice what you want to look at. I try to look at the positive side of life, and whatever is not positive, let's try to make it positive. Sure. Yes. Thank you. It's our choice. That's the key word I pick up. Uh, it's also an opportunity to look at the positive. You know, Harjit, uh, I have conversations with a lot of cross section of leaders from diverse geographies and background, and also uh, you know some of the aspiring coaches who train with us to become coaches like us. You know, the the collateral. You know, I'm. I don't know the collateral damage to this whole thing is also how it is impacting people at the emotional, mental, and yesterday I was talking to some CEO. He said also spiritual. How it is impacting people, right? And, and you know, as an HR leader, you're right in the middle of it. So, what has been your single biggest challenge as an HR leader? You know, uh, I, I would invite you to share what how you have seen it, and also. What have you heard from your friends from the HR industry? The biggest challenge managing this pandemic. Uh, if you see the Nazi camp, which was there, and people were being put together, they were being tortured. The people who survived were the people who were thinking that how the life is going to be in future. They had a very positive view of life. and that is how they survive yes. so we know the formula that if you are in a tough situation then the only thing which can keep you alive or the only thing which can keep your soul in is think positive and although it sounds easier that keep yourself positive it is not easy to keep yourself positive because uh, suppose you are sitting alone and everyone is talking about say n number of things which are happening and you also think what might happen in future this is the most uh, uh, most difficult thing to handle ambiguity yes once you are not clear about what is going to happen in the future then you start dreading the future and moment you get into that vicious cycle then you start draining your energy and that is the biggest challenge so when people talk about okay mental health is a issue mental health is a issue because we don't know how to take care of our mental situation how to cut off all these negative energies which are coming like one thing which i did personally for myself i switched off the tv okay i said i am not going to listen to what is happening and thing is there are certain things which i need to do to safeguard myself and to safeguard others let me do those things and let me channelize my energy in those things which i always wanted to do sure and the book you were talking about i actually sat and wrote that book i said okay if i have extra time instead of uh thinking about a lot of bad things which are happening let me channelize that energy and write a book and if you see most of the leaders who go to jail they write a book mahatma gandhi wrote a book <laughs> and uh, nelson mandela wrote a book yes because when you have free time either you can demotivate yourself or you can 
bring your mind to a focus and say okay let's do something right. i was listening to himesh reshamiya he said i created 200 songs wow means everyone has some talent and how to channelize your energy in that talent that is something which is important and you being a coach and you being a very good coach um, you can like people need those kind of coaches who can just give them a direction why don't you do this yes that one word of your can actually change someone's life yesterday i was talking to some of the colleagues and i was asking okay if we have to fix mental health what should we do mm-hmm. and um, like there were suggestions coming events this that and then um uh, a fresh graduate from the college yeah. who has spent say around 3 3 and a half months in the uh, corporate kind of environment she said all i need is that can someone talk to me uh-huh. and almost everyone agreed to her yes that is the biggest thing which needs to be there now we understand this is what is to be done thing is how we create a structures around it how we make it a routine how we make it part of everyone's life mm. because that is what we have been missing especially in indian community or indian culture we are a high touch culture ghar mein baith ke chalta nahi hai it 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 is very difficult if you ask a extrovert you don't have to talk to anyone the guy is half dead very true so i believe uh, mm-hmm. i tried to answer your question sure sure and and, and you know the youngsters come up with such beautiful uh, solutions answers truly inspiring we just need to talk we just need to listen that's something that we have been saying and also when you spoke about choice earlier you know what came to my mind was victor frankl about his book man search for meaning which is an integral part of our you know curriculum uh the the you know how he survived the nazi camp so so powerful and so relevant so he says someone who knows the why of life will find a way of how so beautiful uh you know for me you have always inspired me about you know about your ability to not only pen poems and recite and create laughter around yourself right so uh, humor is not my cup of tea poetry is absolutely not my cup of tea that's where the admiration comes from and to make others laugh right how have you uh, you know built this muscle over a period of time what has been your journey to nurture this hobby of yours you know frankly speaking i don't know when i look at you i am happy i am happy and smiling so maybe when people looked at me they felt like okay we should laugh at this person and that is how i said okay if people can laugh and if something i am saying or if something i am doing so let me continue uh, with that uh, somehow that comes naturally or uh, that is the kind of tangential thinking i have been brought up with uh, when i was small my father used to give me a topic to write every day <laughs> in fact uh, both the brothers so he will tell us okay write on chair okay write on table write on tap and all kind of weird topics we have written poems on okay wow the only difference was um, 
which i would which i was able to observe or which my father told me that uh, the kind of difference you bring to poetry is you are able to connect them to social topics mm. or social issues and i picked that up so frankly speaking i don't go for humor mm. i go for a social connect that how you connect a chair to a social issue or how you connect a tap to a social issue uh rest have everything happens on its own so <laughs> happiness is like people's inner happiness which comes out it is not that i am just a object looking at which they can be happy so i am i am happy for that sure you know my my team did some research on you to help me with this uh, and you know one my thing, god one thing that came out stood out for me also was you know the tetok you did at a school at tedx talk where you speak about you know you link movies to uh, to career and life so i still want to go back and ask for a busy professional who's who's got ambition who, who has the dream to do big generally so many of us out there what does hobby mean to them what is your piece of advice to them in the realm of hobby in terms of uh, you know strengthening that muscle one thing which i realized uh, over the period of time that if you are doing work only then you are not content in life yes we keep talking about work life balance work life balance okay after when i reach 45 years of age or when i reach 50 years of age then i will live my life uh, one day what happened uh, so i all i was also in the same bandwagon that when i will reach a certain age i will do something for myself okay oh. <laughs> and i always thought that uh, poetry is something which is my passion or there were 10 15 things which i wanted to do suddenly one day uh, in fact uh, one of my friends called and he asked what are you doing you are enjoying your life so he said enjoying my life uh, i am at work mm-hmm. so he asked do they chain you at work <laughs> well, no they don't change and that was the moment i realized my biggest hobby or the biggest thing which i enjoy in this entire world is my work wow. if i don't have work then maybe i will what will i do second thing uh, which struck me which was a life changing moment so i am enjoying my work and i basically after that put myself whole heartedly into work and then there was a session uh, with a trainer where she asked a question what are you without a designation you are just your work and i said is that what i want to be so i said work is one thing i do work for my enjoyment and second thing i realized i want to be something more than just my work so i started doing a number of things which i always wanted to do Okay. along with work and when you are doing something passionately or pursuing something then you start realizing that you are good at certain other things also absolutely i was very passionate about gardening i did gardening and after that i said no this is not my cup of tea i don't want to do gardening <laughs> i did poetry and i felt like yeah this is one thing people also appreciated this is something which you can build on so i figured out things which take my energy high and then i started correlating and i found that when i am my pursuing my hobbies 
and when i am doing things other than work which take me to a different high i am able to work even better hmm. and then it all came together and uh, the ted talk which you were talking about uh, that is a passion and my biggest challenge there was how do i connect with kids kids yes and if i have to connect with kids i have to talk in their language and that is why i used movie references of animated movies so that they can they can understand what i am talking about yes and good part is i was able to connect with kids yes so i am happy about it yes. and you know one thing really stood out from that ted talk is i made a note so i don't get the script wrong if you are nothing without the suit then you don't deserve the suit i thought that was a very aha moment for me leading without title robin sharma speaks of some some thoughts on that harjit that is a uh, that is a dialogue from the movie from the movie spider man yes and that is something which is like um, when i start work and this has been there since my first assignment with tata motors i never looked at what chair i am looking at i always looked at okay this is a problem which needs to be solved let's solve it moment you start solving problems then you are not thinking about what is your designation or what is the designation of others moment um, i can't think of working in any other way that is how the life has been for me it has been a practice for me so it doesn't matter much it's all it's ever it's an opportunity to solve the problems nothing else yep we are there in this world to solve certain problems all the startups are there solving problems all the professionals are also there solving problems of customers yes absolutely. that is that is how we should look at ourselves so uh, you know just to shift one into a, another favorite topic that we intend to cover this you are someone who is familiar with professional coaching you know a part that i am part of you know how does coaching fit into the evolving leadership from from a, from an hr leader's point of view what is your take on it 70 minute hai tumhare paas you remember that dialogue it was that speech it was that coach's conviction which got the medal for that team although that was a movie but if you see this olympics yes we are saying our uh, neeraj chopra has done a wonderful job pv sindhu has done a wonderful job lovelyn or our hockey team or mirabai yes have you seen when pv sindhu was winning there was one guy who was sitting in the corner he was he was out of his chair all the time or hockey team the guy was standing outside and it means he had expressions on each and every goal and each and every miss that is what coaches do they don't play with you but they help you play they actually make you win today we have won not only because of players we have won because of coaches yes we did not compromise on we did not say nahi you have to take indian coach only yes he said the best in the world yes go yes. for it and that is how you will get the medal now uh, point is in corporates we need to realize like all, all these people participating in games competition we are also in a competition with other players in the market so the people who are playing for you the teams who are playing for you they also need coaching to play better 
if we undermine that it is not that india was not playing or uh, india can play without a coach also yes sir but will india win and your wins also depend upon the quality of coach this is something which is very important for india inc to realize and start investing in coaching as of now i see there are corporates who invest in coaching and there are corporates who are not sure about it whether we should do it or not correct to my mind um, the way coaches part of the team in olympics coaches should be part of the teams and they should be having equal stake in the success of the team like you have a product team put a coach for the product team correct you have a sales team put a coach for the sales team hmm. along with the sales leader this guy is looking at numbers this guy is looking at where your skill gaps are how to fill those skill gaps telling them this is what you need to do to improve performance that piece somewhere is missing hmm. and once we start doing that you see the corporate performance can jump multifold and this is where the corporate environment is also moving happy to hear that the corporate environment is also moving <laughs> one one uh, question that we often get is especially from young hr leaders what does it take a young hr leader to work towards the c suite what is your advice for them i will tell you a story sure so there were three guys sitting one engineer one doctor and a business guy okay so they were discussing uh, when can you buy bmw okay. so engineer uh, doctor said i will take say around 6 months to buy a bmw sure engineer said uh, i will take around 1 year to buy a bmw sure and the business guy said uh, i will take 5 years to buy bmw sure so they asked how come you are a business guy so why will you take 5 years we thought you will buy it in 3 months or something sure he said boss it is a big company <laughs> okay <laughs> sure there is a difference in the thought process sure if you think you are a hr guy mm. then how will you grow you should start thinking i am the business guy mm. moment you start thinking you are the business guy you will actually grow into c suite brilliant where our young hr professionals uh, miss out is uh, they just focus on hr hr starts with business yeah very true first understand the business and if you start talking in business language you are solving business problems related to people sure which have impact on business results moment you start seeing your job in this manner you are already uh, climbing that journey or you are already on that path of coming in the c suite brilliant i think that's a great answer something that young hr leaders should reflect on uh, you know almost on time any any couplet that comes to your mind that we can wrap up this short chat so i will give you something on coaching sure umr bhar galib yahi bhool karta raha umr bhar galib yahi bhool karta raha dhool chehre pe thi aaina saaf karta raha wow great super so 
uh, if you have a coach you will not get into this kind of dilemma certainly if uh, there is some kind of dust on your face you can actually wipe it off rather than looking yourself in the mirror it's very, very profound yes actually by the way mirror is one of our most popular metaphor for a coach you know you just have to hold the space for the client without any any attachment just reflect right this is such a beautiful uh, couplet no it is good to see you after a long time and uh, all the best to you and i believe you are doing a great job by taking this kind of message to people yes and uh, this is very important at yes. at uh, this juncture yes because uh, lot of people need to be talked to yes very true very true and we keep the conversation on harjit again great connecting i don't say thanks to a friend it's pleasure talking to you god bless us same here bye 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 that's your dose of getting coached get in touch with subhash at www.regalunlimited.com or write to him at subhash@regalunlimited.com at